With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Marketing Operations Leaders Talk Show. Today we're talking about adding structure to a nebulous field, marketing operations. Our three questions this morning are, why is marketing ops a nebulous field? And second, what kind of structure is needed for marketing ops success? And third, what are best practices to achieve it? So Gary, why don't you take a start on that first question? Why is it that marketing ops is a nebulous field? Well, I'd be happy to, Lynn. Um, There's quite a number of reasons. Marketing ops is really a field that became more of a profession Uh, because of the introduction of various types of marketing technology, starting way back uh, with companies like um, Eloqua and Primo, uh, it's now Teradata apps, uh, for now anyway, introducing their products. And uh, marketing resource management, uh, for instance, uh, being uh, becoming in vogue, obviously uh, starting to have marketing automation uh, types of solutions that bring to marketing what uh, was already introduced in sales uh, through CRM. Um, and so it created a lot of complexity um, and more of a skill set in order to manage all these tools and get a great uh, return on investment out of them uh, so that you don't have them sitting on the uh, shelf uh, with poor adoption and, and poor total cost of ownership. So the field has been defined primarily. Um, by three types of uh, interests. Uh, one is um, it was defined initially um, by market analysts who were noticing the types of things that we're doing uh, that were going on in the field. Um, so market analysts such as International Data Corp, for instance, who first introduced the concept of marketing operations um, as a, a, a unique field going back in about the 2005 time frame. Before the term was used, uh, you know, in people's jobs and such, but it was really never defined and it meant other things. You know, people that were responsible for bombs and SKUs in organizations or pricing um, or other things like that, uh, tactical marketing, were called marketing operations back in that day, uh, you know, going back even into the 1990s. Um, So the next thing that happened is we started to see uh, obviously, the technology companies start seeing marketing operations people as as these uh, coming out of the IDC and uh, serious decisions and other companies starting to talk about marketing operations and try to define it, along with companies like us on the consulting side. We saw that the companies that had a particular solution were defining the field to both uh, to most accentuate what they had. <laughs> Right, so um, a lot of the focus early on after this first wave of marketing resource management and such was on sales and marketing alignment. That's where serious decisions began began to become successful um, 
as a research-based consulting operation serving that area. And as serious decisions we had a great influence, and we also saw that many of us um, in the uh, field uh, in marketing were not doing a very good job in that interface of sales and marketing alignment. And we wanted to be able to nurture uh, prospects until they were ready to buy. So those were kind of big thrusts. Again, getting into solutions like Eloqua, Marketo finally came into the market uh, in the late uh, to uh, the mid later part of the 2000s, um, and then there were a lot of other players as well, and all those players um, had solutions that they were trying to get uh, marketers to buy, um, just like salespeople and 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 enterprises has bought, bought CRM before, and so because of that, um, the emphasis was on those tools, but also the problem was stark because marketing was probably 20, 25 years behind in its taking ownership of that revenue problem. So now we've got more mainstream, uh, you know, in terms of marketing automation. You know, it's not, you know, this thing that some companies have. Most companies have something now and they've moved on from email marketing. Now they're trying to optimize all this. Now we're talking about people issues, we're talking about process issues and such, we're talking about major change in organizations, transformation, we're talking about developing people um, and their capabilities, and all of that is redefining what marketing operations is or is going to be as we evolve. I think that's a really great history on everything with marketing operations, how it's been almost cobbled together from a variety of uh, sources like most fields do in their evolution. One of the things that I'm noticing in both marketing operations field as well as the customer experience field is that it has become a hot topic within the past 10 years of the use of, of these terms. And as such, everyone and their dog kind of wants to have that label on their product. And so what you find so often in in this phase of a new field is people come to define or connote the entire discipline with a particular tool or particular technology or uh, or group of technologies. That's the first inclination. Or just narrow it down to something uh, very specific that is associated with uh, marketing messaging of, of certain players in the that field. Is that That's what you're right. noticing too, Gary? That's right. I, I see that. And the other thing that I think we we both are really passionate about and been focusing on for a long time is uh, maturity. And that's another thing uh, that companies tend to define uh, what they're doing or, you know, a, a discipline they're practicing based on where they are in the maturity cycle right now or what they can envision for their organization, you know, in the next couple of years maybe or something like that. And if they started thinking longer term in terms of where this is going and what they're driving to, they would start seeing that there's a lot of areas that they have not included in the scope of their marketing operations effort because it's out there somewhere. That's right. So let's take a look at our next question, which is uh, what kind of structure is needed for marketing operations success? 
Well, I think that in marketing operations, you need to be thinking about all of the uh, capabilities that you want your marketing organization to have. You want your marketing organization to be connected uh, across the functional areas. You want your marketing organization to be intelligent about uh, what's going on with customers and what's going on in the, the marketing field as a whole. You generally have um, endeavors uh, uh, applied to those uh, those aims, uh, but you may not be viewing them as part of a marketing operations um, umbrella. And so I think that one way to minimize the nebulousness of marketing operations as a field is to uh, bring in the various components of what marketing um, marketing's capabilities are intended to be, at least to a loose confederation of, of monthly conversations and uh, sh- comparing of notes, sharing of future paths and lessons learned and things like that, so that all of the, the various uh, things going on in marketing that could comprise marketing operations as a total are joined at the hip more. Now, there's an article that I wrote not too long ago called 10 Ways That Marketing Operations Creates Value. There's the, the chaos reducer. There's the, the socializer is more of a, somebody that, that finds what is going on in business unit A and business unit B and region C and connects those people so that they realize, hey, we can do more together with synergies because we're all working on something similar or we have worked on something similar in the past. And so you're connecting people in that way. So I would really recommend that people take a look at that article um, for some some ideas on just what marketing operations can be. Gary, what are some of the ideas you have for structure? Well, I love uh, I love that article. It really does a great job of characterizing really the different roles um, in a fun way. So it's a very fun article to read. Um, also, I wrote an article a little um, while ago called 52 Reasons to Embrace Marketing Operations that doesn't go into that same depth, but it, uh, it gives you 52 different things that marketing operations uh, can do. And I think people re- re- relate to that. Um, it's very tweetable stuff as well, so fun stuff to share with your friends. You know, in terms of adding structure, I think that it's very helpful to have a framework, uh, an operating model, um, and we've developed, uh, you know, a, a marketing operations best practice framework uh, going way back in time um, when we first did our journey to marketing operations maturity benchmarking study, which was in 2007. So it's, uh, it's uh, you know, next year it's its 10-year anniversary, which is crazy. Um, and at that time, we we uh, articulated, uh, you know, that everything really starts with understanding uh, the ecosystem that you're operating in, both internally um, and in terms of the people, the stakeholders you're trying to reach, the external ecosystem, obviously your customers, your partners, and so on, and developing your strategy accordingly. And the strategy should operate, uh, you know, well, uh, you know, in terms of addressing the needs of that ecosystem. Um, and from strategy, you then need guidance. Guidance is kind of your rules of engagement, um, how you govern, uh, the insights that you have that help you um, do a good job um, uh, engaging with that ecosystem on their terms. Um, and then from guidance, 
you get into more of the infrastructure components, um, infrastructure being first and foremost things like process, uh, process being critical uh, to organize the chaos, tame the chaos, so to speak, um, and get on the same page, not duplicate efforts, uh, make sure uh, that your workflow is solid and everybody knows uh, where they're going. Um, you know, so you get the direction from the strategy, uh, but the process makes sure that, uh, you know, we're navigating well, right? And then out of that process, uh, you can define metrics. Now, you know, the strategy is also very important in terms of determining what your strategic objectives are because the metrics should help you realize those strategic objectives ultimately. And then technology, which everybody loves, uh, you know, is a pretty shiny object, um, is really an enabler of all of these things, both in terms of the ecosystem pieces and the infrastructure pieces. And all of it feeds back, you know, as you, uh, you know, as you define these metrics and you get feedback from the metrics, it feeds back again into your understanding of that ecosystem. Um, and you're back through the strategy process, <laughs> strategy guidance process, metrics and technology um, type of flow again. I think that that's a very helpful thing. Um, you know, as a, as a start point in terms of uh, determining what your marketing organization is trying to do and the lens uh, that it is viewing these things from and the due diligence uh, that needs to happen. I know you have a lot of other uh, great tools um, that uh, you've helped marketing operations partners develop over the years, and you know, you've seen a lot of things. What else uh, pops to mind for you, Len? Well, I, I think that that's um, definitely the model that you're describing is definitely a great way to um, to add structure to a marketing operations organization or effort in a company. Um, you can find that diagram on mopartners.com under the resources section uh, called "What is Marketing Operations," and it describes the components as Gary uh, mentioned. There's also an article that we wrote just recently called Seven Secrets of the Best Marketing Operations Teams. And I'll just tell you what these seven secrets are. First of all, knowing which side your bread is buttered on. And that means um, paying attention to whoever, who your stakeholders are. So uh, that goes along with what Gary just mentioned as the, um, the ecosystem of marketing. Who are the stakeholders of, of the marketing organization as a whole and among all those stakeholders, what's in it for them? And that is a great guidance for fine-tuning your marketing plans and your strategies. Um, of course, your C-team is one of those stakeholders, so your marketing strategy being fine-tuned to them. Uh, customers and your channel partners and all those guys are stakeholders, so making sure that your, your, uh, your, all of your strategies and marketing plans are fine-tuned to the 360-degree circle of stakeholders. Um, so the second one is uh, set, set up your CMO for success, and uh, that, is, that involves uh, just that, uh, making sure that the C-team and the customers are front and center of, uh, of all of your plans. Then third, uh, third secret for the best marketing operations team is to be a strategic enabler, and uh, that means that your role as a marketing operations leader is to be a facilitator of marketing success. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, I think that a lot of um, marketing operations uh, people have not 
necessarily seen themselves that way or may not have positioned themselves as a facilitator or a catalyst of uh, marketing success. But it's certainly something that um, you know we all know about positioning as marketers. Um, we need to to do that for ourselves. And um, there's some some tips here in the article on that. The fourth secret is to formalize the methods to your madness. So uh, helping the whole marketing organization um, be less people dependent and more process oriented, so that you have that uh, scalability and fluidity to uh, what you're doing. Um, the fifth secret to success is to remember that what gets measured gets done. And so if you're just tracking, uh, I mean, if you're tracking the type of things that are uh, outcomes or activities, you may be um, erring at, at both ends of the spectrum and you may need to measure things that are more in the middle between activity and outcomes so that you can focus people's attention on the right things so that the right things get done. I'd love to talk to you more about that sometime. Uh, there's a whole science to that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the sixth secret is uh, preventing accelerators from being imploders. And uh, this is a really interesting uh, viewpoint because uh, normally marketing operations almost starts, starts with technology these days. Uh, you want to um, deploy something that will automate something in marketing, and marketing operations becomes synonymous with that endeavor. Um, I found that to be very problematic in my own experience, and I've found that whenever there's a technology, you just always start with the people and the processes, not the technology itself. And in fact, you should have quite a long runway in most cases uh, with people and processes before even deciding on a technology or, uh, or certainly de before deploying it. Normally, it's the other way around, and it's, it becomes so hard to do strategic thinking and so hard to, to even have fun um, because they, you put in the cart before the horse. So I, I found that uh, technology being meant to be an accelerator um, actually becomes an imploder so often. So uh, the, the sixth secret is a huge one. The seventh one is to ensure that the horse is before the cart, and that means that um, all of the moving parts of marketing uh, need to uh, to follow the, the 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 recipe that Gary just mentioned to to start with your stakeholders, the ecosystem, uh, move through the, your strategy, and then your facilitation of success, which could be governance or guidance, and then the processes and the metrics, and to have that uh, circular loop through them so that metrics that you're tracking are feeding back into the wisdom of everything else. Absolutely. Well, those are great best practices, which I think was our third question, so I think we're well on our way. <laughs> yes. Um, another thing that I think is really important for um, adding structure to the nebulous field of marketing operations is to uh, learn change management techniques. Um, that is definitely a best practice. And normally, we'll think of change management as more of coping management oh, yes, we have a lot of change happening every day, and I deal with it. Uh, uh, we manage ourselves pretty well in the thinking on our feet and that kind of stuff. That's not really what we mean by change management. Um, what we do mean is that you are um, 
really uh, analyzing the what's in it for me among your various stakeholders and what are the what's not in it for me um, that that so often gets glossed over so as you're identifying uh, you know other people's viewpoints on things you can create some strategies that help them to um, migrate past those uh, roadblocks uh, help them to um, to come to terms with those those things that look like negatives in in the uh, the area that you wanted to take them. Um, sometimes that takes a lot of empathy and it takes a lot of uh, a lot of work. Uh, so you cannot really under, underestimate the roadblocks that uh, another party has and the importance of uh, working through those and not just uh, continually putting carrots in front of people. So change management is a uh, certainly a, a series of techniques. It's a it's a uh, it's a um, an area of capability that um, you need to to learn the science behind, and then also do a lot of experimentation and provide a lot of time for. Uh, but I think that that would be a, a really important skill for anybody in marketing operations. Helping people embrace change in an organic way based on uh, you know, full respect for who they are and what they're concerned about and what's going to help them be their best selves as they move through the change process and contribute the most to the organization. That's right. Um, so uh, those are some big, big things that um, are on our minds quite a lot. And you'll notice that people in process are a huge part of marketing operations. Well, they certainly are, um, and they need to be, uh, because when we uh, give short shrift to those things, um, then people feel um, isolated and alienated and, and, and not included in what's going on. And whether they do it intentionally or it's passive-aggressive, um, they tend to get in the way of that change, um, and they tend to slow it down. They tend to ask quite, you know, a lot of questions, um, or they tend to just check out, right? And that's not good either, um, because uh, when they're needed, um, you know, they're not fully uh, invested in what's going on, and so they can't really contribute a lot, except you know, maybe in a small little silo. And uh, you know, the last thing we need to do is find new ways to reinforce the silos that already pervade our organizations. We actually need to bridge those silos, or in some cases, bust them entirely. Um, and so, uh, the beauty of marketing ops uh, and in helping uh, your organization, uh, your marketing organization, become better structured um, through marketing ops is that it ultimately gives us a better chance of achieving our business goals and getting people together talking about things rather than ignoring the elephants in the middle of the room that are preventing us from being productive and uh, and successful. That's right. Um, I, I believe that the first step really in making anything non-nebulous is to uh, determine what you're really aiming for and then to create shared vision about that. And then Great. once you've done that, it's not nebulous anymore. So. Well, that's right. You've got to get the direction <laughs> right, and you've got to get people on board with that direction. And you know, a lot of times you have to get very clear in defining what it is you're talking about and what success is going to look like at the end, right? And right. get on the same page on that. 
Yep. So uh, you could say that first and foremost, you'd want to connect goals across the entire marketing organization to be on on the same plate uh, or have everybody working from the same page. Uh, And those goals create a lot of context for the work that people do. They create a lot of context for uh, where where you've been and where you're going. Um, then second, you want to connect people so that uh, creativity flows better in the com- in your organization. Uh, you want to connect metrics so that people are motivated. Um, goals and metrics do go hand in hand, but they're not always one and the same. Um, then you want to connect processes so that people's work is streamlined. And you want to connect data so that uh, insights are uh, ready at hand. And I, in my view... Uh, what you'd really be aiming for as that vision and the shared objectives is to enable marketing to be uh, to kind of turn on a dime as a new exactly to be an agile organization turn on a dime as new opportunities or uh, threats in the marketplace uh, emerge and furthermore uh, help help marketing help the rest of the organization to turn on a dime. Now, that's easier said than done, and you know, nothing really turns on a dime. But being able to be more nimble than anybody else in your uh, industry is certainly, I think, something that everybody could, could applaud and buy into. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We all aspire to uh, be doing that. And if we're successfully doing that right now, that's great. Um, but, you know, our competitors are, are continuously working on improving. Um, and if we get rest on our laurels, uh, you know, pretty soon, uh, you know, that nimbleness that we once had, um, you know, we're going to be fat and happy and not be able to move so well. That's right. So I'm glad that uh, the group of marketing operations people in New Orleans uh, came up with this topic, aren't you, Gary? It's a great topic. I mean, I think it's universal. Everybody I talk to, uh, you know, struggles with this if they've considered, uh, you know, adding marketing operations function to their organization or they already have one. And, you know, these days, uh, most of the companies that I talk to, even the very young companies with, you know, one or, you know, two people or three people in marketing, now have a marketing operations person amongst those, uh, you know, first two or, or, you know, three or five people. That says a lot about the value of it. Uh, now, in terms of defining, you know, the, the scope and the capability, the impact of that marketing operations organization, that is a, a evolving thing that we have to pay attention to, uh, and we have to be thinking as forward-looking as we can while at the same time addressing the needs of today. Yes, two other aspirational articles uh, that I I think uh, our listeners would appreciate is one uh, called Is Operation Sexy? And that's also on the mopartners.com blog. Uh, That's a great one one because there's uh, uh, an impression that it isn't. And uh, I think that article very, (laughs) uh, in a very telling way shows how sexy marketing operations truly can be. That's right. And then another one is five ways to make marketing more strategic. Things that we've covered today are, are, are somewhat covered in that, uh, but I think there's some new thoughts that could be very stimulating for a marketing organization group and the, the people who uh, are your stakeholders. 
I want to also point out for our listeners that this podcast today is part of a series. So if you go to the site where we have all of these podcasts located, or if you're subscribing through iTunes, you'll notice that some of our topics in the past are all congruent with today's topic, and uh, together they make a, a really rich conversation about marketing operations, including uh, marketing metrics the C-suite cares about, marketing operations, what's the lay of the land, uh, setting up a marketing operations organization, also raising the stature of marketing operations. And the last two we've had are, uh, how, do, how does marketing operations fit in your company and how marketing ops is solving problems. Yeah, those are it's all a great. Lot of fun. Those are all great, Lynn. I just noticed that we have a question. We, uh, how how do we get marketing groups and professionals to adopt a marketing operations mindset? Hmm. Well, I think that uh, taking a look at is operations sexy is really an important one. Absolutely. Uh, and I think all the articles that we've mentioned today uh, could could play a big role. But I believe that when you're talking about getting other people to adopt a certain mindset, it all goes back to uh, what's in it for them, right? Unless they can see what's in it for them, they're never going to adopt a certain mindset. So first of all, what's in it for them? And then secondly, what shared vision can you create? So we've talked a little bit about that in terms of uh, the Agile organization and the um, implication that that has for marketing's growth, uh, marketing's capability to garner more resources. And uh, And not lose the ones they have. Yes, and to to, uh, make better use of the resources that are are already available. But uh, furthermore, to be uh, always improving its clout in the entire company as a revenue generator. I would add um, that uh, you know these types, uh, this type of uh, uh, enterprise-wide um, work around uh, you know marketing operations topics, uh, you know, uh, like um, accountability, agility, and, and uh, alignment, uh, is exactly what the Marketing Future Forum is intended for, and uh, mm-hmm. it's intended for intact teams. And it's intended for peer-to-peer best practice sharing across companies. If you're not familiar with the Marketing Future Forum, I suggest you check it out at marketingfutureforum.com. I think that that could be one of the fastest ways to get marketing groups and professionals to adopt a marketing operations mindset. Um, it's done in a way that is not blatant in terms of, hey, here's marketing operations, here's why you should love it, and here's why you should be thinking about it and uh, and uh, shifting your mindset. The Marketing Future Forum is very clever in this way that it's meant for any type of marketer to increase their accountability skill set, increase their alignment with whoever their stakeholders are, internal and external to the company. And it's meant for any marketer in your whole marketing organization to increase their uh, knowledge and skills and capabilities in uh, toward your, your organization being agile, being nimble. Absolutely. And so in the course of people learning these skills and having these conversations about things that are part of any any marketer's job, uh, things that are thorns in your side that you gripe about around the, the water cooler or wherever you have your little sessions with uh, with coworkers, 
uh, informally. The Marketing Future Forum addresses those things, but it's a huge tool. It's a huge uh, powerhouse in bringing your entire marketing organization to adopt an MO mindset. Well, that's right. There's due diligence uh, tools uh, in the workspaces there that you can go through um, and arrive at uh, basically a business case that you can present. Um, and then if you get resistance you know, from your boss or peers or whoever that you need to get on board, um, since it's a corporate membership and they have seats in the future form as well, you have them go through the same process that you went through, and then you can see exactly where the gap is if there is a gap. Or you can get them to see, oh, that's a great business case. Let's do it. I think it's one of the fastest ways to get socialization of an idea that I've ever seen because uh, whatever it is in the forum is available in very small bites, usually a half hour, sometimes right. less. Um, and the, everything is designed to uh, help you internalize a nugget of wisdom immediately. And so... Um, by internalizing something like applying it to your own situation immediately, you're starting to see how this plays out for you and starting to create a mini plan that you can try out that very day. And the beauty of that is that when you're seeing that you like it and you want to share it with a colleague or you know someone upward or downward in your managerial chain, it's really easy to send them the link of that and then they, in turn, can begin to internalize that. Say it only takes them half half the time 15 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes to get an appreciation for where you're going with this. And they're already beginning to to share that vision with you. And you have a lot more uh, latitude for success because of that um, commonality and uh, outlook, uh, vernacular, uh, know-how, and many plans that fit together. I think it's tremendous. I can't wait to see people um, actually experiencing it. Absolutely. Um, and it's a great time right now. It's still early, and that means that uh, those companies uh, that do come on board and those people that want to champion on half of their companies will get a lot of attention from marketing operations partners and uh, some of the other uh, partners such as Vision Edge Marketing uh, that are part of this venture. And by the way, it's an open source community, so anybody can provide a workspace um, that provides interactive, uh, practical application uh, to what they might do in terms of consulting or might, what they might convey uh, in the form of an article or a workshop or something like that uh, into something that a, a subscriber to the Future Forum can, use them, uh, can do themselves. That's right. Um, being in on the ground floor means that you have a huge influence on what this what the what the focus of any topics are, um, how things play out, what are the the uh, features that are added, um, the ways that uh, you can get involved in really making a difference in this field, as well as just uh, bringing more value to your company. So I think that the primary value of that the marketing future forum is just what we're talking about today is this topic of uh, bringing structure to a nebulous field, helping the whole organization adopt a marketing ops mindset um, and and making sense this. out of all the choices out there both <laughs> in terms of uh, uh, technology solutions and consultants that might help oh. you um, 
uh, you know, but you've got to right. you know, know which ones are the right ones at the right time to do the right thing. That's right. So, you know, you can get a massive amount of value just within your own organization, regardless of, if, you know, whoever else is a member of the forum. Um, I think that's icing on the cake to, to be able to compare notes with others on other t- companies on the forum. But I think that the primary value, the real richness of it is uh, building out this uh, shared vision and shared capability within your own company. Well, Gary, we've had a great conversation today. Uh, any last words that you want to share about this topic? Um, just, uh, you know, that it's a super exciting topic for me. Um, I totally love, uh, you know, the idea of uh, making marketing operations as rich a field as it possibly can be. It is a great path, and we're already seeing it, uh, for people that are leading their marketing uh, operations uh, functions to move up to a CMO or even the CEO, uh, you know, type of position uh, inside their companies. And uh, it's certainly a rich area for people to apply a lot of skills uh, to really make a huge impact, not just on their marketing organization, but on the, uh, the enterprise that they're working the organization they're working with. That's right. I agree with that. And if anyone's having a a challenge imagining how marketing operations leads to the CMO and CEO role, uh, please take a look at that 10 Ways Marketing Operations Creates Value article on mopartners.com slash blog. And you'll see that as you uh, expand your uh, definition and uh, capability within the marketing operations role in your company, to accommodate these 10 ways, um, that's a very well-rounded uh, uh, individual and uh, that puts you on a, a great trajectory in your career path. Now next week, uh, actually two weeks from now, we're going to have the topic of um, how to secure, uh, okay, I've toggled off of it, um, how to secure the support for marketing operations from executives and I believe we're going to have a panel discussion for that one. So really looking forward to our audience joining that time. Um, Please go ahead and submit your questions on any of our social media where we post these things or join our chat room live to participate uh, with your comments and questions. We also welcome a continuation of the conversation in social media on this uh, show page or any way you like uh, if you're listening to a recording. Love to carry on the conversation. All right. Thanks so very much, and uh, best wishes to you in leading marketing operations. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.